Welcome to the Mesmerizing Marketing Podcast, where we take a deep dive into the latest marketing trends, tools, and tips, and provide you with the top resources you need to thrive and make your marketing mesmerizing. And now, here's your host, Dimple Dang. Hello, everybody. Today, I'm excited. We're going to be talking about how to pick the right social media platform for your business. I'd like to thank one of our listeners who actually sent this question in. And I think it's a really great question to talk about because this is something that a lot of people always ask. How do I know which platform that I should be using? I mean, think about it. There are quite a few to pick from. And it's really difficult to try to manage all of them. So it really makes sense to figure out what the best social media platform is for your business and really learn how to master those one or two platforms. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. I'm super excited about this topic and hopefully you are too. And let's get started. So I think the step one is really it comes down to determining what type of business you are. So, you know, if you're a small business or if you're a lawyer or you are an entrepreneur, you have to think about, are you business to business, which is also known as B2B? Or are you business to consumer, which is known as B2C? So when you think about it, for B2C companies, Facebook and Instagram is a platform that can really help you gain more visibility. It can help you engage with your audience and also interact with your potential clients as well as your customers. And then on the other hand, for B2B, LinkedIn is a great platform because it helps you target your potential clients by building a personal connection. The other great thing about LinkedIn is that if you have a paid plan, it gives you the ability to go directly into someone's mailbox, their inbox is what they call it. And when you think about how many emails are sent out through email platforms like you know MailChimp or Aweber or ActiveCampaign, when you think about how many of those actually make it through, that's not a 100% rate. And then out of what does make it through and doesn't get spammed, how many people are actually opening up those emails? And what you will find is that the numbers could always be higher, right? You always want to try to increase your open rates. And that takes a lot of work. But with LinkedIn, I think people are more likely to open up their messages if, here's a caveat, if they are an avid user of LinkedIn. Now, there are people that are on LinkedIn that have a profile that do not actively use it. And in that sense, if they don't actively use it, they're not going to be checking their inbox. And if they do check it, it's going to be very infrequently. So you have to keep that in mind. So that's what it comes down to is determining where does your ideal client spend their time? Where do they hang out? And that's what you have to determine. That's step one. You really have to figure out where do they spend their time? And if you determine that they spend their time on Instagram, then you don't wanna spend your time marketing and creating a thought out social media strategy for LinkedIn because that's going to be a waste of your time. 
right? Now, is there some crossover even between Instagram and LinkedIn? Absolutely. Absolutely, there can be crossover. And one of the powerful things about these social media platforms is they have a search feature and they have search functionality. And if you know how to use these features in your benefit, you can really identify your target ideal customer avatar and you can reach out to them directly. You can start a conversation. Speaking of conversation, let's talk about a few ways on how we can start a conversation with someone that doesn't know who you are. So on LinkedIn, if you have a paid plan, like I said, you can send a direct in message and it will go directly to their mailbox, which literally too, they'll probably get emailed. And depending on how they have their notifications set up, they may get an email as well and say, oh, Sally just emailed you and sent you a message on LinkedIn. That is something that you can get the conversation going, especially if you have some connections in common. It makes it easy because you can even say, oh, I noticed that we're both connected to Tom and I just wanted to um, introduce myself. This is who I, this is what I do. I noticed that you have a podcast. I listened to your podcast. I absolutely love it. Just wanted to say hello and send you a connection to connect here. That's it. Do not try to sell. Do not try to be pushy. Do not ask for anything right away. It's all about making those connections. So no matter which social media platform that you're going to use, what you have to remember is it's about making those authentic connections with people first and foremost. Once you make those connections with people, you can leverage those connections to stay in touch. And you can also reach out to some of these people and say, hey, is there anything I can do to help you? Is there any way that I can support you? And that's not a message that they get a lot. Most messages on LinkedIn are like, oh, I have this product. I have this technology. Would you like to buy it? No, I would not like to buy it. And I think that that is not the way that you sell is what I would say. Because personally, I have been in sales for many years. And so I know what a good salesperson is. And I know what a bad salesperson is. And I myself get lots of emails coming to me that come from very poorly executed messages. And I don't respond because those messages do not warrant getting a response. Okay, so we'll leave it there as far as that goes. And we are going to talk about some other factors in terms of how you can choose the right social media platform for your business. Okay, so we covered so far, you know, determine what kind of business you are. Are you B2C or you B2B and then determine where your audience hangs out, right? And I think that's the main thing. And here's the other thing. Some of you might be listening right now and you're like, Dimple, well, I don't know where they hang out. And this is the issue. I'm not sure. Well, you can start by doing polls. So one of the great features of LinkedIn is they have a poll. Go to your account and ask the question. Set up a poll and say, hey, where do you spend the majority of your time or what's your favorite social media platform? And then you're not just playing guessing games where they're spending their time. You can do the same thing on Instagram in your stories. You can go to set up a story and you can tap on the polls sticker and you can ask a question and then you can change whatever you want the question to be. 
and it can be yes or no, or you can edit the yes or no, and you can customize it to whatever you want. Now, there are character limitations. You can't make it super long, so you want to make the response kind of simple, but take a poll of your audience. So I just gave you two ways to do that. The third way is if you have an email list, send out a survey to your email list and maybe offer a $5 gift card to Starbucks as a thank you for for those who took the time to fill out the survey or maybe offer them a free training on, on something that you did that normally they would have to pay for. You have to incentivize people to fill out surveys because even if they had the intention of filling it out, people are busy and they'll forget. And so the other note here is when you send out an email to your audience and you want to get information from them, don't just expect to send out one email and expect that they're going to respond. I remember when I used to be in outside sales and we used to cold call to try to get meetings. Well, if I gave up by only calling someone one time or emailing them one time, I wouldn't be as successful as I was in sales. And I was in the top 5%, whatever organization I was at. So persistence is a key. And when you think about it, there are times when people might see your email and they're like, oh yeah, I want to respond to this. Or, oh yeah, I need to take the survey. Guess what happens? A distraction. Their phone rings Maybe their dog starts barking because they see a rabbit in the backyard. Whatever it happens to be, things come up, they get busy, and they forget about it. So it is your job to remind them. It is your job to send out a follow-up email three days later and say, hey, did you see my email? And put that in the title. So those are some ways that you can take a temperature of your audience. And you can ask them because the best way to know the actual place where they spend their time is to ask them. And when you figure that out, that's where you need to be. Okay, so the next thing is which social media platform are they spending their time at? And let's say you're not really familiar with how to use that social media platform. Let's say that you primarily use LinkedIn, but you have just determined that the majority of your target audience spends time on Instagram. Well, guess what? You better learn how to use Instagram because that is where your potential clients are. And if you don't learn how to use it, you're going to be giving business away to your competitors, which I'm sure none of you want. So you have to learn those things. And if you are someone that wants to learn more about Instagram, I have created a ton of episodes on Instagram. I suggest you go to my podcast, Mesmerizing Marketing, and you download all of those episodes and you listen to them because there's so much value there that if you're trying to gather all that information yourself, you wouldn't be able to. It comes from experience. It comes from doing the things that I'm telling you to do. So you can go to mesmerizingmarketingpodcast.com and you can download all of my Instagram episodes and episodes on Instagram Reels. And I also have some really good episodes on LinkedIn. There's an interview with Robert Hanna that I think you guys would enjoy. So you can check that out as well. Okay, so here's the other tip I want to give you guys is you want to spend time on social media platforms and you want to research your competitors. You want to go on Google. You want to research who your competitors are. You want to look at their websites. You want to see what they're doing that you're not doing. You want to see why they're ranking on page one of Google and you're not. You want to do your research. You want to look at their social media 
post. You want to see what they're talking about, not just the type of images that they're posting. What type of questions are they asking? What type of captions are they creating? And what's the engagement on the content that they are sharing on social media? And if the engagement is high, then that tells you they're doing something right. And maybe you can learn a thing or two from that. Now, this is going to require some time on your part. So put it on your calendar like you would put a client meeting. And I know that you're not going to cancel a client meeting. So do not cancel meetings to yourself because that is not how you become successful. You don't cancel meetings to yourself. You don't put yourself last. You're going to have to start putting yourself first if you really want to be successful. And you're going to have to do the work to learn the things that you don't know how to do. And if you don't know how to do them, trust me, there's people to help you. I've been in marketing for, you know, over 20 years and I've been in sales as well. And if you don't know how to use social media, you don't know how to come up with an effective marketing strategy that can generate leads, that can grow your business, then reach out to me for a consultation. My email address is in the show notes and let's have a conversation because I would love to help you. All right, we talked about Instagram, we talked about LinkedIn, and we just talked about a couple of fundamental tips. And now the other thing that I want to say is that you do want to have a consistent strategy on all your platforms. So if you have like a logo, you have brand colors, you want to keep that look and feel the same because people are going to recognize you as a brand. And by a brand, you don't even have to be a business. By a brand, as a person, as an individual, you are the brand. And you have to also work at building a personal brand for yourself. And when you build a personal brand for yourself, it actually automatically builds your business brand. And you have to remember that. But you have to work at it every single day. And it doesn't matter if you only pick one social media platform to focus on. I don't care. I mean, we know that there's so many. I mean, there's Instagram, there's TikTok, there's Facebook, right? I mean, there's so many platforms out there now. And sometimes it can get overwhelming to think about, well, oh my God, like how do I keep up with all of them? Well, here's the good news. You don't have to keep up with all of them. You just have to identify which platform is the right one for your target niche and for you to reach your target audience. And you need to come up with a marketing strategy around that. So for example, if you figure out that your target audience is on Instagram, well, okay, you're in luck. You hit the jackpot there. Because with Instagram, lately what's happening is they are really favoring short form content, which comes down to Instagram Reels. And Instagram Reels is literally a jackpot right now if you can dedicate time to it because they're going to show your videos to so many people that have no idea who you are. And if you really follow the trends and you can apply them back to your specific niche. The key is you can't just do trends and that to convert into clients and business. You have to relate everything back to the industry that you're in and to the services that you provide. And you have to tie it back to like, okay, your expertise. And if you can do that effectively, then Instagram Reels can really help you grow as a brand and grow as a business and get more clients. And who doesn't want more clients? Everybody wants more clients. So keep that in mind. The other thing that's really important is that 
you really want to write this down, you want to figure out what your client demographics are. Are they male? Are they female? How old are they? Do they live all over the U.S.? Do they live in big cities? Do they live in small towns? Where do they like to spend their time? Where do they like to vacation? What kind of food do they like to eat? What are their buying habits? Like you can figure out all of these things and you can start making different avatars, even if you have maybe more than one type of avatar for your clients. And the reason why this is important is, for example, if you pick Facebook as one of the platforms where you find that a lot of your clients and potential clients spend their time, well, Facebook has the ability to run paid ads with very, very specific targeting. You can target specific age groups, specific job titles. You can target specific, you know, buying habits. You can even target pages. Like if they follow someone who's a prominent figure and you want to tap into their audience, well, you can run ads and tap into, let's say, Tony Robbins to his audience, right? So there's so many different ways to target your ideal audience on Facebook. Okay. And then I also forgot to mention earlier with LinkedIn, one of the things that you should be doing there on that platform is you should be creating content in the form of articles because that ranks really high on Google. And they're also getting a lot of views, like people who are utilizing the articles feature on LinkedIn, they're getting a lot of traffic back to their content. And and that's a great reason to create content there. Now you have to make sure that you're not just taking a blog post that you put on your website and you're copying and pasting it and putting it there. That's a big no-no because that's called duplicate content. And that is going to get you dinged by Google and it's going to negatively impact your website. You want to make sure that the content you're creating for articles, like when you're typing an article for LinkedIn is original. Now, can you take posts from your website that are blogs and can you reshare them in a post on LinkedIn? Yes, but a post on LinkedIn is different than writing an article in their articles feature. So that's the difference. So just make sure that it's original. And then the other platform that we didn't talk about is Pinterest. If you have a target audience that's that's female, it's a great place to be. If you have a target audience that is into home decorating and cooking and recipes and food and lifestyle and travel, that's also a great platform to be on. And with Pinterest, you can get a lot of traffic by even just what I call a dollar a day strategy of spending a dollar a day to promote a particular pin and you can get thousands of views. It's very, very cost effective, especially compared to Facebook. So I hope this was helpful. You got to do your homework. You have to take a survey. You have to figure out where your target audience is. Then you have to figure out, okay, this is where they are. Do I know how to use this platform? Do I understand it? If you do, great. Start creating content there. Start utilizing that. And if you don't, start learning. There's a ton of free information on Google. There's a ton of videos on YouTube. Start educating yourself. Start reading books. And if you don't want to do any of this yourself, hire someone like myself who can help you and who can do it for you. Because not everyone enjoys 
creating content for social media or scheduling it out and posting it. It can be a lot of work sometimes. Or maybe you don't mind doing it, but you don't know how to come up with a strategy. Maybe you don't know what type of content you should create. And part of having a successful outcome on social media is creating content that converts. And there's like a real trick to creating content that converts. You really have to be very strategic about it. And you have to think about the right way to create content that appeals to your target audience. You have to make it captivating. You have to make it mesmerizing. So I hope you guys enjoyed this edition of the Mesmerizing Marketing Podcast. And like I said, if you need help with your marketing strategy or identifying which platform you should be using, feel free to send me an email. My email is going to be in the show notes and I'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to the Mesmerizing Marketing Podcast. If you found this episode valuable, please subscribe to the show so you don't ever miss an episode and also share it with your friends. Dimple would be so grateful if you could take a minute to leave a review and visit the podcast website to check out all the latest episodes at www.mesmerizingmarketingpodcast.com. That's www.mesmerizingmarketingpodcast.com. And follow Dimple on Clubhouse. Her handle is Marketing Expert. And also join her Mesmerizing Marketing Club also on Clubhouse for live rooms on top marketing strategies for entrepreneurs and business owners who want to mesmerize their marketing. 